So welcome to episode two. Uh, it's just myself today. Um, Jerry's gone back to Bristol. So it's just me. Um, and, you know, still just playing around with things and seeing how they work and getting used to this different format. So welcome. Thanks for joining me. Um, I'm going to talk about other stuff tonight. I'm going to talk about going to talk about relationships and how other people perceive relationships and why you shouldn't really listen to what other people think or feel about your own personal feelings. So to begin at the beginning, I guess, is the best place. Um, those of you who know me or who have read any of my blogs um, wouldn't will know that I was married and I was married to a man who when we separated decided to try and end my life by stabbing me which is why I'm such a big supporter of anti-knife charities and domestic violence charities because how I've been a victim of it myself but I don't want to get into that too much. The thing is, the thing that the sort of legacy that it left me was that anything that's happened to me since doesn't seem to be as bad. And that's not healthy. And it's only really now that I've learned that there are lots of different kinds of abuse and there's lots of different kinds of things that you shouldn't accept within relationships, both romantic relationships and friendships too because they're not exempt from abuse and control and manipulation and that's something that certainly I've come across fairly recently um, and throughout my life really so you know it's, it's just one of those things that you kind of don't necessarily realise at the time but you see it afterwards and you think how on earth how on earth did I put up with this? Where's this all come from? So since being married, I've had two long-term serious relationships. Uh, one for six years, which was on the whole not too bad, but unfortunately he had other issues. Um, so we broke up due to his issues, not mine. And we do remain friends to this day. So that's nice. Um, you know, that wasn't anything terrible in that relationship. We just really couldn't... We weren't compatible, really, because of his lifestyle choices. Let's just say that. Um, and then after that, I entered probably the worst relationship I've ever had in my entire life, uh, which I didn't realise until I was very much in the grip of it and literally desperate to escape which I did in the end, fantastically I did. Um, and a few years later, here I am, happy and surviving. And I probably, you know, should tell you how I've done it, but it's only really with the perspective of looking back that you can work out how you did it. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't do it alone. So I guess the most important thing to tell you is never be too scared to ask for help. And 
it's not that I was scared necessarily to ask for help. It's just that I felt ashamed, I guess, when I was really at rock bottom in the relationship because I'd spent so long defending him and convincing everyone that it was the right thing to, to for me to stay with him. And, and then I kind of felt like I couldn't turn around and say, I shouldn't be doing this, I need to get out. But in the end, things came to a head and I was sitting there with broken ribs while he was off with some other girl um, ruining my life, basically. <laughs> and he had spent every penny I had, I'd lost my career and everything had gone wrong because of decisions that he had made and that I'd allowed him to make for me. Um, and I have to take my own responsibilities too. I, you know, I, I knew what he was doing. I just didn't know how to stop him. And eventually I picked up the phone and I called my sister in tears and just said I'd had enough and then phoned my dad and told him the same. And within two weeks, I was packed up and moved away from my home in Essex back to Oxfordshire. And I've been here ever since. And I'm not gonna lie, it's not been easy to trust again or to get close to other people. And I've had a lot of false starts along the way. I've met people, I've got involved with them. Um, it's not worked out for whatever reason. Partly them, partly me. A lot of it me, I guess, because I, as soon as I get too close, I get scared. So I start acting up or, you know, accusing them of things when they haven't done anything. And it's been hard, a hard, hard road because I have been so let down in the past that I haven't known how to let that wall down and, and how to really open my heart. Because every time I seem to open it a little bit, I get either shit on or I ruin it myself. So it's taken me a long time. But I'm finally now in a place where I've let all that go and I've had to leave the past behind and look to the future and move forward and decide that, no, this isn't how it's going to end. This is not how my life is going to be from now on. I'm not going to spend the next 20 years by myself, scared to get close to anyone, scared to love, scared to be happy. You know, what's the point in that? So now I'm in a position where... I am ready to be serious about moving forward. Um, coincidentally, have happened to have somebody that I want to do that with. <laughs> but it's very early days, so I shouldn't really be saying that. So hopefully you're not listening to this, babe. <laughs> um, but you've got your own stuff going on, so you're probably not. <laughs> But it's nice to be smiling again and it's nice to be happy. So I guess the message I'm trying to send out there is to anybody, man or woman, that's stuck in a bad relationship, don't give up and don't let it cloud your future. Because life is for living and it's so, so short as we know. You know, it's just not worth being miserable. Life is so difficult anyway without having all these extra burdens of, of not, not trusting someone and not allowing people to get close to you. Listen, at the end of the day, what's the worst that can happen? Someone gets close to you, yet they might mess you about, they might fuck you over. But you know what? It's life. It happens. And once you sort of get to that state of mind, nothing can really hurt you anymore. 
But if you don't allow yourself, you don't open yourself up to, you know, taking the risk, then you don't get the beautiful side of it either. You don't get the love and the joy and the happiness and those butterflies when his name pops up on your phone or her name pops up on your phone and when you get those cute little messages and you have those phone calls and the kisses and the cuddles you know that's a joyful wonderful experience for no matter the shortness or the long time that it lasts it's incredible you know so I, I'd missed that feeling I'd missed having that excitement in my life and, and now I've got it again so it's it's cool and you know if it doesn't last it doesn't last at least I haven't allowed my past to dictate my future and I think that's the lesson there you shouldn't ever allow what happened to you in the past become you or define you because it isn't you it's just what happened to you but you're not what happened to you so don't be afraid to ask for help don't be afraid to start again ever because you know what new beginnings are amazing absolutely amazing I'm going to tell you about a time when I realised that life had to go on on my own terms. So, in 2016, I went to California... And I went there for a month to help out one of my dearest, dearest friends um, to look after my godson and his sister for a month uh, while her husband was away. And she needed someone to help her with the kids. So I went there with that was my sole intention was just to go there and help with the kids. But what actually happened when I went there was amazing. It was transformational. Is that a word? I don't know. But it transformed me both on the outside but more importantly on the inside on the outside I had a bit of a Hollywood makeover um, and you know just not not anything surgical but just learned different techniques of how to enhance how I look obviously it was sunny every day so I was out in the sunshine I was outdoors the whole time I was there came back properly California bronzed you know oh it was just awesome I, I I felt healthy I didn't drink the whole time I was there well I said I didn't drink I drank twice in a, in a month um on two separate occasions one which was when I had a couple of uh margaritas or something I think uh in Chili's the restaurant so that was it and then another one I went out for a night one night out so apart from that I didn't drink the whole time I was there I was eating healthy food I was out in the sunshine all the time um so physically and you know I just looked better I felt better my skin was great my you know I was in the sea swimming all the time I was exercising I was going to the gym believe it or not I was going to the gym <laughs> and yeah it was just I, I was 100% healthier and and but the biggest revelation was sort of the spiritual awakening I went through. And I don't mean religiously, because I'm not a religious person. I don't believe in organised religion. I have my own set beliefs about what happens when you die and why we're here and all of those things. So I'm not going to get into that. But spiritually, inside, I, I just had a shift in perspective about my life. And the it started on the first night that I was there. I literally googled how far um, London was from LA 
and it was something like 5,600 and something miles. And I remember looking at the figure and just thinking, I have never been so far away from all my problems. I was in a different time zone, completely different time zone, and a different, you know, I was just thousands and thousands of miles away from all the little things that had been getting me down and bothering me and getting, you know, and I, I, for the first time in years, I had clear thinking space without any interruptions or any anything to sort of corrupt my thinking or to or to persuade me or manipulate me to think any other way so while the kids were at school and and I had the time to myself I did a lot of thinking and talked to a lot of different people and just the lifestyle there and and realized that life really is for living and I shouldn't sweat the small stuff anymore you know I it it just it completely changed my outlook on everything the the whole vibe of california is very sort of laid back anyway and very sort of as my mum calls it hippified but you know i really did feel that vibe i did pick i picked up these habits of of not sweating the small stuff and and the things that seemed to bother me and hold me back just didn't exist anymore i just thought you know why why am i allowing anything negative from the past to control or stop me from doing the things i want to do so that's when i kind of made a few decisions while i was there but it was only when i came back and and began to put those attitude new attitudes into practice and perspective that i realized it was actually okay to have this new outlook and to pursue my dreams and that's when I started to think about writing my book and starting the blogging and and getting into things that made me feel happy and I began to have a bigger online presence and you know I started to build up my profile and and just do things that made me happy regardless of people's naysaying or or laughing at me or or thinking you know that, that, that I think, that, that thinking that I'm crazy or, you know, whatever the negative feedback I was getting at the time was. And I didn't listen to those people and I did put it out of my head. And a year later, it's, it doesn't, it's, none of this is easy, none of this is quick, but a year later, I shot my first calendar, which, I, you know, regardless of of how whether or not people thought it was a good idea I'm very very proud of it still um you know and it sold and I was happy and I'm I have that forever I'll I'll always have that to look back on and think wow I did that but from that I was never you know I couldn't have imagined what would come from doing just that and the offers I've had since and the modeling work that's come in and and then I started my blog and through that I've been working with some amazing talented people I've met some incredible people along the way. I've had some really exciting opportunities, like presenting from the red carpet at the Brit Awards after party. That is really where it's all started to take off from there. People paying me to write blogs for them, you know, going out into the world and and attending these exciting events and meeting these interesting people from all walks of life, actors, musicians, creative people, artists, you know, it's it producers, directors, it's incredible the people I've met. So, you know, and and huge things are happening and it and it's all been through my own drive. I have done it. You know, I'm not trying to blow my own trumpet. Actually, no, I am blowing my own trumpet. I did it myself. 
So, you know, you can, you can achieve anything if you put your mind to it, if it's something you really want to do. And eventually, it's going to be the best thing that ever happened to me, losing everything. So when I look back on my time with the idiot, as I like to call him, I think, thank you. Thank you very much. And I actually have said that to him, I'll be honest. I saw him not long ago. And I said to him, I want to thank you. And he said, what for? And I said, for treating me like shit. Because if you hadn't, I would never have left. I would never have hit rock bottom. And I would never have rediscovered myself. I wouldn't be doing the amazing things I'm doing now. I don't think he really knew how to take it. He sort of just shifted uncomfortably and... You know, I could tell that he could see the difference in me. And that's probably been the best thing about everything. (laughs) To be able to turn around and say, yeah, you may well have destroyed me, but look at the phoenix rising from the ashes. So screw you, mister. (laughs) But the overwhelming thing that's come out of everything is that I have achieved so much and I have so much more to achieve. And... I am moving in circles that I never dreamed I'd get into and and doing things that I've never imagined would come true. The final most important thing that I can say to anyone listening to this who might be struggling or who has a dream that they're too scared to pursue is do it. Absolutely do it. Because I never listened I've never listened to anyone telling me what to do to be fair probably why I'm single most of the time (laughs) but um you know I I didn't listen to those that said you'll never make it or you'll never do anything with your life and it you know might have took a few false starts but I'm here and I'm doing it and I'm enjoying it and you know you can do that too so never give up on your dreams oh I sound like a guru (laughs) but don't give up you know just pursue them do any little thing that's remotely related to your dreams because you will eventually bump into the right people at the right times and things will happen you have to be out there doing things you have to be in the atmosphere and, and the circles that you want to be in in order to be noticed and I always say the first part of being noticed is being mentioned once you start being mentioned people are going to start to notice you so follow your dreams go for it don't let anybody hold you back well i've probably witted on for long enough so i'm going to love you and leave you i've been rachel have a great week